is up, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. That's right, I'm doing double duty tonight. So we are back in the building with the show, episode number 48. And we got a good one for you tonight. Uh, being that we had Hartley on, I just felt like staying like amongst the people. So uh, we're back live. So if you're listening to us live, if you're watching us live, do us a favor, head on over to the Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast for as little as $3 a month. You can join us. The next show, we're going right back. Uh, we just had fun. This is a week of fun. Uh, we had a loaded week this week, so uh, just trying to get this out there and get as much reps and exposure amongst the people as we can but next week we're going right back to patreon that's where you can find us if you want to watch the show if you like this show and want to listen to us live patreon.com slash that feeling podcast we also have music that feeling that dot bandcamp.com again little as three three dollars will get you the entire that feeling catalog uh mrk his unofficial mer- uh mrk <laughs> Mondays is back. He doesn't want to call it that, but we're going to call it MRK Mondays. He's back dropping music every Monday. Go to datfilm.bandcamp.com. Buy that link and listen. MRK Mondays. And we also have merch at the Teespring. Go to teespring.com and search for that film podcast, and that will get you the Dat Film Podcast merch that you can rock and you can tr- proudly show off on Merch Mondays. My co-host, the fabulous Frankie D. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? So, hey, real quick. So, um, I guess Dominic Mysterio just won the uh, in the NXT North American Championship. Word. Yeah, I just was reading it right now. While you How the hell did that happen? I don't watch NXT, so I don't even know. Well, I I loosely follow, but uh, I guess they were on last week. So, well, nice setup. Well, Congratulations to them. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to last. So, um, it shouldn't. There's, there's two possibilities here. First possibility is, is that they're just going to send Dominic Mysterio to NXT, which would, to me would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're going to do like what they did with Solo, which is strip him of the championship. Because remember when Solo won the championship, he got stripped of it and then yeah. he went to the main roster. Yeah. So that could be what's going to happen here. Yeah. I mean, congratulations to him, though. I appreciate it. Nice to have his own. His That's his first belt. So. No, it's uh, not. No, it's not. I'm championship title, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Are we getting to semantics tonight? Is that what we're doing? Well, I mean, it's it's the Vince McMahon WWE, and that's what they call it, championship titles. Semantics, sir. Semantics. Oh, because all you know, all, all the people out there think that Vince McMahon is gone, and he don't have any say-so, and it's all Triple H, and yada, 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 and whoop, 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 and all that. I think it's been proven that that's not exactly the case. Mm. Boo. Oh, shout out to Bubba John. Judgment Day went to NXT and Dom accepted an open challenge that the champ didn't offer. Wow. Interesting. That, that is interesting. I'm going to have to watch NXT now. I know what's going to be talking about. I'm not watching that bullshit. 
NXT has actually gotten better. I am not watching it. The, the, the glory days to me of the black and gold were when it was black and gold. And then they went, and then you remember, remember when they did the reboot when Triple H had his, had his heart scare and they did the reboot and, and they did, they had the, uh, that they had the rap song going and then, you know, all the rainbow colors and all that shit. And it was, you know, shutting and jiving. And it was all hood and all that, you know, that NXT. And then one day, you know, Shawn Michaels took it over and then they slammed you in the face with the new NXT logo, which was basically a throwback to the old days, but it's really not a throwback to the old days because they're, they're in a performance center still, you know what I'm saying? And they're not at the, you know, they're, they're not doing big things on like they were. You know, Should they go out on the road, though? Should, uh, should they- uh, well, well, let's put it like this. So NXT Great American Bash is coming to Cedar Park, Texas, I believe this weekend coming up. Yeah. They're going to be at the HEB uh, yeah. Center, the place where AEW has held Dynamite a couple times. Uh, I could go right now if I wanted to go and get the tickets to it, but I don't want to go because I'm the fuck. I think you should. I think you should go experience this shit. I would rather go to work than go see. I mean, NXT. technically, technically, you'd be working for the podcast. Yeah, you can go give a live report of how the atmosphere is, how the matches are. You know, I'm good. <sighs> Fucking horrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Fucking horrible. That is. I really want to know how this happened because that's their first show outside of Full Cell, right? On the that road, that would be their yeah, 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 yeah. I believe so, but I like I but I don't know because like I said, I don't even keep up with NXT like that, so I don't even know. All I know is that they were coming for the Great American Bash. Okay, I mean that that'd be interesting. San Antonio, that question, area, yeah, yeah that area, that area is always that's not San Antonio, that's more Austin. That area is always like a great wrestling area. So I know that crowd will probably be lively. I guess. And yes, uh, before the before the pandemic, NXT used to travel. They used to do house shows. And a lot of their takeover events would happen before the big uh, pay-per-views that the WWE put on. So they would usually do one like the before the Hall of Fame or something like that or you know, yeah. the night before WrestleMania or something. They, they always used to do something. So that's when NXT was really, a, was really the third brand. Right. Yeah. Right. right. They got some work to do. But I will say it's been an uptick since, I guess, Shawn Michaels came around and had more hands-on in the brand. Like, it's, it's, it's moving in a positive direction. I do. Yeah, I do like. I do like. Yeah, it. yeah they're, they're, the numbers are the numbers are right on par with uh, with Rampage and Collision. They're doing great. Yeah, I give them that. So, I was all right. Suspicious. <laughs> I know you were. It's fine. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's let's get into this show tonight. We have her on this day. All right, that I is, see clearly. Yeah, that is near and dear to my heart. All right. I'm going to start with the first one that is near and dear to my heart. ECW Heat Wave 99 from the Horror Ooh. Arena in Dayton. Ah, bro. I already know what this one is. This is <laughs> th- th- this one right here. And if you don't know, it is this the one, greatest. The, the greatest uh the greatest promo I have ever heard. <laughs> 
in, in, in my life, and it was the Dudley Boys. Yes, out there with Joel Gertner, and my yes. God, oh my God, dude, listen. And if you have never seen this promo, you can probably find it somewhere on YouTube, but it's also on the network, and it's uncensored on the network. Uh, check it out. It is one of the greatest things you will ever see. It is excellent. Excellent. Yes. Won't, won't get into it here, but uh, yeah, that promo is excellent. Excellente. It's in, it's in top ten, dude. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I will. I will say. I will say that that promo made me a fan. Because <laughs> up, up until that point, I hadn't really been into ECW like that. Yeah. But but one of my friends, I forget who it was. They watched ECW. Right. And they watched it and they were a fan of it more so than anything else. And they showed me the I forget who the fuck that was, but they showed me the uh that that video of it. And it was like I was like, "Oh my god, are you allowed to say this?" <laughs> but but you know what's funny is that is that they had been cutting promos like that on TV, on the TV show, yes, Lydia's like, like, like Bubba would go out there and do a promo, right? And I remember one time he did one. He was talking shit about Puerto Ricans. Yeah. So it was like, 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 damn, bro, like, like, like for real, like going that, in. Yeah, that's where you're going. <laughs> like, going a lot, like a lot of shit that he was saying, you couldn't say it today because everybody would be, you know, whining and crying and shit, you know, all you know, pussyfied and all that. You can't say what what he was saying. Then. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So. Oh no, you can never do this now. You could. You, you I mean, could. you could. You could, but you'll be never heard from again. Oh, please. I mean, that's the culture now. Like this man went. This man went out there with the intentions of trying to literally get somebody to fight him. That was that is the only way I can explain this promo. Yeah. Like, come on, you fat ball motherfucker. Like, Look, the man said, and I quote, we got a mother in the front row who taught her daughter how to suck dick. <laughs> Bro, that promo, y'all got to watch that shit. Yeah. <laughs> watch, watch it. And yeah. it's, it's, it is a wonder. It is a miracle that he walked out of that shit alive, bro. Like, there, there's no way. It's the best thing on the whole show. Oh, yes. Yes. And then you follow that shit up with Joel Gardner. Yeah. <laughs> best best promo ever. But yeah, Heat Wave 99, July 18th, 1999, Dayton, Ohio. Shout Hero out to Arena. Dayton. Yep. Yep. Hero, the Hero Arena. Yep. Yep. Shout out, shout out to him. All right. This next one is going to lead us into our official first segment. That is 1989, ladies and gentlemen. The WWF Tag Team Championships changed hands during a taped edition of Saturday Night's main event, Worcester, Massachusetts. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Worcester, 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 whatever. Worcester, you know, black people in that fucking word don't get along, bro. Like, 
Kyle Long for me. I just said it, motherfucker. No, say it. Say, Worcester, say Massachusetts. It. Say Worcestershire. Worcestershire? <laughs> Worcestershire, so- Massachusetts? The sauce. Say it. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> what, that Worcestershire sauce? Yes. Yeah. The, the Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but defending champions, Demolition lost a two out of three falls match to the Brain Busters on this day, 1989, not 99, 89. So that is going to lead us into this. We've been debating this for a while. I'm almost don't, I almost don't want to do it here, but we'll do it here. <sighs> Who is better? Demolition, Road Warriors. <laughs> the floor is yours, sir. No, I want you to, to go ahead and defend your Road Warriors. Why? Why do I need to defend them? That's the point of debate. You go ahead and you, you okay. defend your side, and, okay, I'll, and cool. I'll defend my side. Okay, cool. All right. Please don't get in the fucking what ifs and speculation. But we'll, we'll, we're going to go down this road anyway. I know we are. But I'm just going to lay out a ground game. Row Warriors, widely considered the greatest tag team ever. That is not an opinion. By poll, that is a fact. Widely considered the greatest tag team ever. ever. Staple in AWA. Staple in NWA. WCW, they were popular. Iconic entrance, SummerSlam 92 in the Wimble Stadium. Wembley. Wembley, sorry. What did I say, Wimbledon? You said (laughs) Wimble. Wembley, sorry. Wembley Stadium. Iconic entrance. Very much a long, they had a long run as a tag team up until they broke up. They were able to evolve, I would say, for the better better part of their career. They were able to evolve and stay relevant and come back. Uh, the tail end of it, not so much. It wasn't that enjoyable, especially when you added people like Heidenreich. And then I wasn't really too much of a fan of the uh, the drinking angle, is what I'll call it. I wasn't a fan of that because I, I didn't like how it portrayed Hawk, but whatever. Overall, still loved, still considered the greatest tag team. Of the two, the debate today is demolition is a ripoff of the Road Warriors. That is not a fact. That is an opinion. It is a widely held opinion because it is believed that the Road Warriors were not able to be picked up by Vince McMahon, so Vince McMahon made his own version of the Road Warriors. This is speculation. We don't know if that's fact. Unless Vince McMahon comes out and confirms it as fact, but it is a widely held belief. 
that the Road Warriors are the greatest tag team ever and that Demolition is nothing more than a copycat, a ripoff, a great value version of what everyone thinks is the greatest tag team ever, the Road Warriors. The floor is yours. Yeah, so basically the way I say it is this. You had a unique concept with the Road Warriors. Now, the demolition takes certain things away from the Road Warriors. Yeah, the face paint, that was pretty much what I I see that they took was the face paint. Vince McMahon didn't come up with the idea for the Road Warriors. That wasn't his idea. The, the idea came from two people, Randy Cully, who was the original Smash, and then Bill Eadie, who was Axe, are the ones who came up with the concept of the world of demolition. As we all know through history, Randy Cully did not make the cut as the original Smash because when he would go out there and perform, people would recognize him as one of the Moondogs. And they would be chanting Rex at him while he was out there performing. He would be later changed up and, and removed from the whole team. And that's when they would bring in Barry Darso. Barry Darso would come in fresh out of the NWA and cry. Come right into that. Now, in saying that, I will say that popularity-wise, the Road Warriors were more popular than the Demolition. But the Demolition were better workers than the Road Warriors. I will agree Demol with you. Demolition, to me, even though Road Warriors had cool music, Demolition had a better a better song than them because it was an original song by Rick Derringer and, and Jim Johnson. So, there you go right there. Road War the Road Warriors... We're not on the bigger stage. We're not we're not on as big a stage as Demolition were. Demolition were competing at WrestleMania's, SummerSlams, Survivor Series. I mean a tag team with Hulk Hogan in eighty nine with Jake Roberts on their on their Survivor Series team. So they were on the bigger stage. It, it, it doesn't matter if you were this hot ass tag team in the NWA, the AWA, whatever. The WWF is a bigger stage. That's pretty much where you had to be if you were going to be somebody, bottom line. They were tag team champions in the WWF, had numerous matches with the British Bulldogs, uh, Killer Bees, uh, the, 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 uh, the Heart Foundation, Brain Busters, the Rockers, whatever. Now, in saying that, there was a tag team out there that I would consider to really be the Road Warriors ripoff that no one seems to want to talk about and doesn't ever want to bring it up. And that team would be the team of the Barbarian and the Warlord, the Powers of Pain. They how, are... How are you judging that? I'm judging it on the, the look of the Powers of Pain. Long black tights, face paint. There you go. And they will tell you that they stole their look from the Road Warriors. They looked exactly the same, except they weren't wearing spikes. 
They look at, if you take a, a, a picture, side-by-side -side comparison of the Road Warriors and the Powers of Pain, you will see exactly that these two dudes right here are more of a rip-off than Demolition ever was. Now, my point is this. When I go back through history and I go back through the, the greatest tag team matches of all time, I can go back to, okay, Demolition Heart Foundation, two out of three falls, SummerSlam 1990, right? Or I can go back to the Demolition versus uh, Andre and Haku, WrestleMania 6. It was Andre's last, his, his swan song. Andre went turn back babyface. I go back to all these things. When I think of the Road Warriors, there isn't really a match that sticks out, out to me. Uh, that I can say, well, that, you know, goddamn, that that was one for the ages. You'll you'll really remember that match. Other than the scaffold match they had with the Midnight Express, and and the only the only reason I'm going to bring that up is because Cornette fucked up his leg when he when he fell from the scaffold, and Big Bubba was supposed to catch him, didn't catch him. Okay, I, that's what I'm talking about. So you fast forward this to 1990. When Vince McMahon finally gets the Road Warriors, and the whole point of this debate is, when you got the Road Warriors, who were the top tag team, you did nothing with them. You could have had that match with Demolition, and you didn't do it. Because by the time you got them, guess what? Bill Eady has the shellfish allergy, having a heart issues at this point. He can't compete anymore. He actually ends up leaving the company. You got Crush and Smash. That's not really demolition. So you got nothing left. And then you wait until SummerSlam to to put the, the, the tag belts on when they beat the natural disasters when you could have did it right at WrestleMania. So I don't, I don't get those those are things that I don't get. I don't understand. Okay. Okay. Good points. Good points. All right. So I want to go back to something you said about their greatest matches. Are we discounting that they, they wrestled Arn and Tully before they went to the WWF? Because they did. 1987, NWA Starcade. They wrestled Arn and Tully. Which are we going to are we gonna discount the fact that they 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 also Put on one hell of a match with the Steiner brothers, one of the hardest hitting matches ever, on a Monday Nitro in 1996. Are There's you matches. Gonna discount the fact that you're reading this shit right now? No, I'm not. I'm just I'm making my notes and yeah. I'm going. I'm going you're, through you're, you're, the you're whole reading. time. The whole time I've been making uh -huh. my notes. Uh -huh. My notes are here. Uh -huh. So I'm making my notes. And how many tag now? team championships were won in those matches? They didn't win any tag team matches and no championships. In That's my fucking point. Okay. You don't just win matches. You get into okay. the business they, to, make they are synonymous. to make money. You, okay. Win, okay. you make money by winning the straps. Okay. That's how you That's, make money. By winning great. straps and merchandise. That's great. So That's what great. fucking titles did they win? All right. That's great. Are we going to discount the fact that they, they are synonymous with war games? They're They've synonymous been in the with war games? Yeah. How the fuck are they signs working? Dusty created the fucking match. Dusty created it, but the Road Warriors appeared in a bunch of War Games matches. They were synonymous with them. 
Dude, I put the Horsemen as synonymous with war games. That's who they were fighting, the Horsemen. So how, many are, time, how, how many times were the Road Warriors in, in war games? At least three. I can't think of at least they were in at least three, three of them. And where did these matches take place again? What are we talking about? What organization? Outside, outside, outside of WWF. Right. And how many people actually so, saw wait, these matches? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Because I know where you're going with this. Uh-huh. I know where you're going with this. Right. How many other companies were demolition in? What do you, what do you mean? How many how many other companies were were the tag team demolition in? They can only be in one tag team. It's a WWF trademark. Okay. Okay. So being that they were, how many other tag team championships besides the WWF tag team championships? How many other championships does it matter? Because that means they they that appeal has traveled around the world. That's what I'm uh, the, I'm the, uh, the appeal of what? That somebody says the we're tag gonna team. The, we're gonna put the tag belts on you. Have we seen demolition in New Japan Pro Wrestling? Which if you appeared back then, you are legendary now. Once again, how would they have appeared in New Japan Pro Wrestling? All right. Exactly. But exactly you know who what? else you know who else did? Exactly what? You know who did? Who? The Road Warriors. Okay, you you don't you do you realize like how how you sound right now. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm telling I'm telling you. I'm establishing. I'm telling I'm, you that if it's a WWF trademark and they cannot appear except uh, the WWF, how the fuck would they appear in New Japan? All right, exactly. Exactly, exactly what? Exactly, exactly my point. Exactly what is your point? They're local. They're not local. They were global. That's the They're WWF. Local. They're World local. Wrestling Federation. They even went outside that company. They don't have to go outside the company. It's the World Wrestling Federation, the WWF. What are you talking okay. about? So you're 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 saying you're saying that at that time because let let's I want you to hold this fact. You wanna, you I want you to hold this fact. I want you to hold it. Tell you the fucking truth. The bottom fucking line of it is no, 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 no. no one gave a fuck. No one gave a flying fuck about New Japan Pro Wrestling in the goddamn eighties. Okay. No one gave a shit. Okay. All right. Great. That's great. All right. I That's want why you they to were sitting there in here. We I had want... one guy that came from Japan over here, and his name was Muta, the great Muta. You feel me? No, 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 no. You can't go there because you just said no one gave a fuck. You just said that. So don't I don't said say that we had then... one guy nope, that came from there that. that came here. You That's can't what even, I said. You can't even say that. You really? How is that? Because you just said no one gave a fuck about it. So don't bring that back. Did people in this number. country think about give a fuck about New Japan for wrestling? I don't know that. I don't no, know that. We're speculating. Didn't. I don't know that. We're speculating. No I'm establishing bro. fact. Just like today. Just, I'm a, just like today. Don't I, really give a shit about it. I'm, I'm establishing facts, sir. You're establishing opinion. Let me establish the facts. Being the fact was they were owned by the WWE F at the time. That appeal is strictly related to the WWF. They did not get this shit out the mud like the World What World is Warriors. your fucking point? They didn't get it out the mud like the World Warriors did. They didn't establish their name like the World Warriors did. That was paid for and stamped by the WWF. 
Dude, Bill Eady had already established a name before Demolition's Axe. He was the fucking mad superstar. Okay. What the hell are you talking about? We're talking about Demolition, sir. And your your and your your argument is fucking retarded. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's me establishing that it's they not had an establishment. establishment. That's they like had a, saying they had that's an like that's that established name that they fucking owned. Exactly. That means they could go wherever they want. Exactly. So what is your point? You just made it. Demolition couldn't. Why couldn't demolition? Why couldn't they do it? Because they didn't own that shit. So what is your fucking point? That means you're you're putting them as in they're they're on the biggest stage. Well, they have to be on the biggest stage. You know why? Because they were created on the biggest stage. They didn't establish themselves the way the Road Warriors did. Oh, well, let me ask you a question. To counter that, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. How many? How many? How many? How many of those? NWA championships did Shawn Michaels win? How many of those New Japan shows did Shawn Michaels appear on? He didn't even go. He didn't even do that. Is why? Why is that? Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels did. Why start, is that? He started in Mid South. Why is that? Right? You know this, right? Why is that? You do know this, right? He started off, uh, actually, actually, no, actually, he started off in Southwest Championship Wrestling, but go ahead. Yeah, something like that. Uh-huh, yeah. See, when you try to beat me, you got, you're not going to beat me. I'm not trying to beat you, but you're saying, you're trying to, you're trying to say that Shawn Michaels was created in the WWF. Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, was created in the WWF, yes. But Shawn Michaels, the wrestler, was established before. Shawn Michaels, the wrestler, was established with Jose Lothario, Yes. He he was he was established before he got there. So what is your fucking point? My point is demolition was created by the WWF. Demolition they weren't was established. Created, demolition was created by Bill Eady and Randy Coley and then trademarked by Vince. Tell it like it is. Where? Where what? Where were they where were they trademarked at? The WWF. They were not I just fucking said that. I said Randy Coley and oh Bill Eady came okay. up with the characters but and that, got that trademarked. Totally be... Okay, okay, all right. What else you got? No, because your because your argument now is that oh, because they wanted cha- a bunch of championships on the road outside they did. of the WF. They established their name before they arrived in the WWF. And my that point is, my is point. what is your point? My point is they established themselves. They were already an established name by the time they got there. What which I know the role you're trying. I know the role you're trying to go in there. Well, what road, my, what road is that? Demolition was on the biggest stage, and that's all that matters. Exactly. To you. And it, it, what do you mean to me? To you. That is an opinion. Bruh. Oh my fuck. Bruh. <laughs> how many people. That is an opinion. How many people worked for Crockett that left Crockett to go to the WWF? Yeah. What I'm telling you is. JJ fucking Dylan. What I'm telling you. Backstage okay. for Crockett. Okay. 
was the leader of the horsemen. Okay. Went to the WWF. Okay. Because that's the place you want to be if you want to make money. Okay. You're bringing up the AWA to me and all this other shit. Okay. Yeah, the Road what Warriors came you, in there. The Road Warriors came into the AWA it, when they did it's not gonna, It's not going to stop the point that you eventually have to arrive to. What's you that? You do know this. What's that? Those guys had established names. Does the it demolition. fucking matter? No, they did not. Oh, does it matter? Wait a minute. So Demolition didn't have a savage name? When they're competing in fucking WrestleMania? Really? You you don't... I said they had established names. They had established... Yo, your point is is they had established names. And then they went to the WWF. And then they went to the WWF. You're talking about yeah. the, the, the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors. I'm talking about everybody who you're going to name that came from working with Crockett. My point is this. <laughs> is that it doesn't matter what they did before they got to the WWF. It only matters what you do when you're at the WWF. All that shit you're talking about that they did before that, it don't matter. When you come into the WWF, anything you did outside of the WWF doesn't matter. You that's, think you don't, not, you, you, that's not entirely true. Oh, you don't think that is the truth? Why don't you no. ask Booker? Why don't you ask Booker T about that? No, because ask Booker T. You're you're talking ask you're speaking Booker to T. a period. Ask speaking, Booker T. Okay, listen, listen to me real quick. Listen, you're speaking to a period, a time period, in which WWF was not a universally global conglomerate powerhouse. They weren't. They were establishing that. So yeah, it was enticing. To, to have those guys leave the territories and go there. But until then, until then, you're speaking demolition, established, powerhouse, make them. Because I can't get the Road Warriors. But Road Warriors was getting this shit out the mud long before that shit was a powerhouse. Do we have any concrete evidence that the WWF tried to even get the Road Warriors? We don't, but that I'm just speculating. I will I will go on the record and say that I am speculating. But what I'm what I'm what I'm presenting to you is the Road Warriors before the powerhouse that is the WWF, they were wildly popular. And I'm talking Starcade Warriors. I'm not saying that they weren't. Popular. All right, but 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 what I'm what I'm what I'm also countering is what I'm also countering. I even said that when I started my argument, they were more popular than Demolition. No, no, no. What I'm countering that what what you're saying is what you're saying is Demolition was in the place to be. Yes, they were. They were created during the time WWF was the place to be. They did not have to work for that the way the Road Warriors did. They didn't. That's just a fact. They 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 were created and then they were instantly popular because they were on the the juggernaut that the machine was backing them. The machine did not back the Road Warriors. The Road Warriors had to be the fucking machine and work their way there. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, your whole argument of, well, the demolition didn't work for it like the Road Warriors did, and, and they just were set because the machine was behind them. That's that true. That is complete bullshit. That, how is that bullshit? Because, That's true. Because I'm going to tell you how it's bullshit. 
the moment they went out there as Demolition with Moondog, Spot, and and Bill Eady, when people realized that it was Moondog, Spot, it was done. Unless he found another partner, there wasn't gonna be no demolition. Yeah, but that, you're talking. You're talking risk. It's done. You're it's done. Risk. You're telling me because the goddamn. You telling me because the goddamn tag team left somewhere, kept going from promotion to promotion to promotion. That they that, uh, working, that, the that, that working, working the territory system. That all of a sudden, like, okay, well, hey, you know, they worked for it. They earned it. They were working their way to the WF. That's a bunch of bullshit. You go where the money is at. <laughs> what? You go where the okay, money is okay, at. Okay, okay, yes, you do. You that. go where the money is at. You, you do. You that. If I don't like, if I don't, if 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 I'm working for world class and Fritz von Erich ain't paying me as much as he's paying his boys, I'm getting the fuck out of here and I'm gonna go to AWA. If I go to AWA and Vern Gagne is not gonna pay me what he's paying his boy, I'm getting the fuck out of there and I'm gonna go see what Jim Crockett's talking about. If Jim Crockett's not gonna pay me as much as he's paying his fucking brother, then I'm gonna go somewhere else. You are you it's are all right, about the right money. About yeah, all right about, about the money. That. That's what it's about. You are right about that. That is true. Also, demolition didn't have to go through that. They didn't. They were created with the machine behind them. The risk was this could fail. That's the risk. The road warriors have the same risk. It could fail. Also, we could go to another territory and this can't work. Also, there's there's way more risk there. Besides being created with the backing, with the you got all the bells and whistles behind you, bro. Like the Road Warriors didn't have that starting out. Demolition did. They did not. <laughs> they didn't. What they would what they would become, opposed to what they started off as. They did not have all the bells and whistles. They did not. They had. They they had. They had not even had an established fucking look yet. They got him out there with luscious Johnny V as a manager, and Axe got a bunch of crazy ass colors on his fucking face. Don't know what the fuck they're doing. Don't know shit about how to be demolition. They didn't know how to be demolition yet, and to what they would later become. Once they got the machine got behind it and said, oh, we actually can do something with this. Because the machine was not behind it yet. They were just going to put them out there to see what happens. That doesn't mean the machine is behind you. That's a, that's a, it's a tester. It's a tester, bro. That doesn't mean the machine is behind you. Whatever, whatever you want. Yes, it is. Yes, it does. No, it isn't. It, they're no, testing it doesn't. you out. Doesn't you mean can the still, behind you can you. still fail. You know how many wrestlers... You need to go. You know how many wrestlers that you can see right now that's on the WWE Network and it says their first matches and they their tryout matches and it's people that you would think like, oh, these guys are pretty good, right? And they go nowhere because yeah, I know, they, I know even this. yeah, they they're pretty good to us, but they searched their office. So my point is, is that these dudes here, they did not have the machine behind them when they first started with the demolition gimmick. They didn't. It's either you get the shit done or your ass is out of here. Period. Yeah, risk. They got it done though. They got it done once Randy Cody got replaced with Darso. Regardless, demolition got it done. Regardless, my point is this when Vince McMahon got 
the demolition in 1991. No, I'm sorry, 1990, when Vince McMahon got the Road Warriors, I should say, in 1990. And this is the tag team, right? The tag team, you say, oh, shit, they established their name. They worked all over the place. Uh, I used to go to buy me, you know, $800 bottles of wine and shit. All this bullshit. <laughs> we finally got them. Why didn't they go right to the top of the ladder? Go right for the WWF Tag Team Championships. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I said this before the show. I'm not yeah. going to speculate. Right. I think you're, I know why. You, you're feel free. I won't I think, do it, but feel free. No, I'm. A, I'm gonna put it like. I'm gonna tell it like this. Same thing. Same thing when it comes down to to Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard. I think Vince McMahon got. Buyer's remorse when he saw the Road Warriors. I think Vince had heard about the Road Warriors. I don't think Vince ever saw the Road Warriors before. And there's been plenty of, of, of documentaries out there, and there's plenty of, of interviews. Bruce Pritchard, the greatest, uh, McMahon's number two, pretty much, will tell you Vince McMahon did not watch any wrestling outside his own. People seem to have this, this, you know, this, this concept or whatever that Vince McMahon, or I should say, this idea that Vince McMahon. During the Monday Night War, McMahon was watching WCW Nitro and keeping up with everything that was going on over there. He was not doing that. McMahon never watched the NWO. McMahon never watched Sting's Evolution. You heard, that, you, you heard what happened when Sting came, finally came to the WWF and they finally were able to get Sting? Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon says, Do you, is he going to get over? Do you think he'll get over? Because he never fucking seen him. So, that's my point. I think he got buyer's remorse. Just like he got buyer's remorse with Tommy and Arn. He heard about them, heard they were great workers, didn't like to work. He didn't like Tony Schiavone with Tony Schiavone. He got Schiavone from WCW. He didn't like Schiavone because he said Schiavone sounded too Southern. There you go. So I think that's what happened. I think he got buyer's remorse. The, eventually, the Road Warriors would get the WWF tag team belts when they beat the uh, Natural Disasters at SummerSlam, uh, what was it, 91. Mm-hmm. That's when they eventually uh, eventually got the belts, but I think it was too late by that time. Why is that? Because you already had them there, and you didn't do shit with them. Hmm. All right, so facts presented, speculation provided. You saying you're saying. They were better than that. I tend to I tend to agree with you on some points. I really do. Uh, maybe maybe Vince did give buyers remorse. Well, I mean, he hold on. He got he okay because it's like this, man. You bring him in. You, I mean, to me, even if even if it's a babyface tag team, right? To me, the match obviously would have been to 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 kind of usurp demolition. You put him in there with the Heart Foundation. Demolition, or Road Warriors with the Heart Foundation. You don't do that. Heart Foundation go to WrestleMania 7. They wrestle the Nazi boys for the WWF Tag Team belts, and they drop them. Why? Because Brett was going to go singles at this point. Mm-hmm. You turn, you come to SummerSlam 91. They, the, the Legion of Doom wrestle the Nazi boys. They beat the Nazi boys for the Tag Team belts. On that same show, Brett's now singles. He wrestled Mr. Perfect for the Intercontinental Belt. Point is, is that they missed that opportunity. 
They they missed the opening window because the because when the Road Warriors first came in, the Road Warriors were hot. No, I don't. I don't. I I, I get what you're saying, but I also subscribe to a different theory. And you're seeing the same thing today, except fans are smart to it now, and they fucking hate it. Vince is pushing homegrown talent. No, you look at some of those reactions when the when the Legion of Doom first came in there. They were over. They were hot. They were. They were. They were hot. But my whole point of it is, is that he he just like I said, buyers remorse. Because if you look at look, okay, look at this. Check this out. You got WrestleMania eight. Who's your dome? Eighty nine percent the end, right? The main event of that, it's a double main event. So you, got, you got Rick Fair for Rick Fair to finish the WWE title versus Randy Savage. You got Hulk Hogan versus Sid Justice. On that show, the Road Warriors are doing a fucking interview introducing Paul Elring as their as their manager. Yeah. You don't do shit with him. By the end, by, by what? Before the end of the year, they're gone. Sounds about right. So, and then you, and let's not even talk about when they finally brought him back. Because Road Warriors, listen, the thing about it is, is that the Road Warriors were always popular. They they, they were always popular. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that I'm a, Dem- I'm a Demolition fan. But the Road Warriors were always more popular than the Demolition. It's just, it is what it is. Road Warriors, even to this day, both guys are dead. That tag team is just synonymous. You know, people, people love the Road Warriors. I don't, but people do. You know what I'm saying? I get you, but I, I look you. at it. But I look at it as you know their last run there, and they didn't like it. I didn't they, like their last their run. Their last run. I'm talking about. I'm talking about them as a tag team in '97 when they brought them in there, and they, and they were you know they, the they were first like when they had those crazy the the crazy uh, shoulder pads and shit. No, no, no. I'm talking that about run? when they. No, I'm talking about when they came back and they were wrestling the New Age Outlaws and and uh, uh, DX. Yeah, but yeah. The so, first, the first incarnation of DX, Shine and Triple H. Yeah. So that that period, that period too, is like kudos to them for sticking around through the shit. But that period is just like the it's it's the changing of the guard period. I like to call it because you had the you had the attitude area and certain pieces didn't fit. Granted, they tried, they tried, but certain pieces just didn't fit anymore. They and that was just, one of them. They I, were just I jobbers. They were jobbers at this point. They just, they you know, they put them with Sonny and uh, they LOD 2000. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. That, that whole experiment was, I didn't like that. Yeah. There was a point, there was a point where I was like, all right, it's, it's done. Then they and put I, I was, I was a, I was a massive LOD fan, but I was like, it's done. They put draws with them for a little while. Rest in peace, draws. Too. Yeah, they put draws in, draws on for a little while, and they had the the, the drunk angle going on. Same time, WWE had the angle going with Scott Hall, except yeah. WWE actually stopped theirs. Um, I don't know. I just, I just, you know, for 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 the for the hype the Road Warriors had, I I, I think that's what I think that's where it gets for me. For the hype the Road Warriors had, for them to to come to the WWE, they were just. I don't think they were ever treated like the massive superstars they were. I just I'd agree with that. I don't I just they don't they, I just don't see it. And I and they, and Road Warriors, I've said this before, this is a while, a while ago. 
it was a point in time when the Road Warriors and the wrestling business was just as high as Hulk Hogan was. Mm. Uh, that's, Road that's Warrior. A, that's a Road, hard one. Road Warrior pop, brother. <laughs> that's a Road hard Warrior pop. One. Because, because you're, you're saying that because of the popularity of Hulkamania and, and Hogan and all that. The other side of that, as a tag team, the Road Warriors are popular, dude. Uh... They were popular, but Hulk Hogan level that that I I can't. There get was that hey, but because you're because listen, I, look, I, I, I simply I'll, said I'll, Road Warrior Pop. I know that's what I'm talking about. I get that, but mm, that comparing that shit, comparing anything in that heyday to Hulkamania is just like. Bro, you that's can. a hard sell. That's you a can. hard sell. You, in the wrestling business, I mean, H- Hogan was mainstream, though. I'm talking about that's in what the I'm wrestling saying. business. In the business, yeah. Wrestling, that's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about mainstream. I'm talking about in the wrestling business. I'm not okay. talking about you're going to see the Road Warriors on goddamn MTV or somewhere. You're going to see the Road Warriors on you know, your MTV raps or something like that. I'm talking about the Road Warriors as far as in the business that's why they call it the Road Warrior Pop. Okay, I they were get getting that. the same reactions that Hogan was getting, or even louder than that. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like all around the world. People knew who the Road Warriors were. That's not what I mean. Okay. It's about in the business. All right, I can get with that. Yeah, I think if you put somebody up there, like if you put a name up there at that time, they say, "Oh, well, we know this guy just as much as we know Hogan." I would say probably Randy Savage. Yeah. And unfortunately, unfortunately for Macho Man, I'm a big, I'm a huge Macho Man fan. Macho was always number two to Hoaxer. I hate to admit this, but you're right. Yeah. You're right. That is correct. And I'm a huge Macho Man fan. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Hogan fan. I'm a Macho Man fan. I'm a, I like Macho. You know, but he was just, Macho was always that. He was number two. He was, he was, a, he was a sidekick. In the Mega Powers, he even when he was a champion, he was a sidekick. True. Very true. All right, let's go to some current shit. <laughs> let's go to some current shit. Are we looking at the never-ending story of the bloodline? Is there is there ever going to be a definitive end to this story? Some people in the WWE would like it to be. Yeah, some some creative people and WWE, yeah. some high tenured people wanted to be done with. This the original. What I I heard the original idea was is for Roman pretty much to repent the last three years of him being the tribal chief and being heard that too. Yeah, heard that be, too. A, be a face. I think I posted something like that in the group. That's the plan. That's what that's what this all is going to be about. Is they want to turn Roman babyface and him going back to being what they want to be, which is basically babyface. What would that work though? I think I think at some point in time, this is what I think. I think at some point in time, you're gonna see a, a, a reunion of Roman and the Usos, but it's gonna be babyfaces. It's all they're all gonna be babyface. Solo, on the other hand, Solo will continue to be the heel. I think Solo is gonna end up being the one with the wise man. I think the wise man's gonna turn on Roman and it's gonna go with Solo. I like that. That's what I would do. I like that, and I like that the seed is planted for him to be the tribal chief. Right, it's it's planted there, like and it. then Paul Heyman's going to probably step in and say, "You know what? I I have 
I'm kind of giving up on Roman. I'm kind of, I don't know. I can't trust Roman's judgment. Whatever. So right. I think that's kind of where we're at. Okay. I like that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's a never-ending story, but if 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 Jay Uso somehow doesn't beat Roman Reigns, I, I think you kill Jay Uso. Uh, it's hard. It's hard for me to say that because the biggest the biggest thing that has happened so far is Jay Uso pinning Roman. Tell you what, I just came up. I just got an idea right now. I got two ideas. First idea would be Jay beats Roman, but it's a disqualification. And it's SummerSlam 93 all over again like Lex Luger. You could go that route. Or you do the dusty finish. Where I don't like that. Jay wins the title. You think Jay won the title. He beat the Tribal Chief. But it's some kind of technicality bullshit and he don't win. That's the only two ways you can do this. I... I would, and if there's me going, I'm going with Dusty Finish. No, it wouldn't work though. Don't, well, you have to have like a huge technicality to just be like, he won't win it. Or he won it, but he can't keep the title. You, the only you way you can do that is the only, te- the only way you can do that is you can say Jey Uso thinks he won the championship, but then you can say the championship was never on the line. You get mm, mm. you could say that. I, I would agree with that. Or there was a there was an angle a long time ago, and I think it was with Stone Cold, where he pinned or somebody pinned him and they thought they beat him, but his foot was under the rope. Some it was some I don't think it was Stone Cold, but it was somebody. They they thought they won the championship. Foot was under the rope by technicality. He was still the champion. Because technically, feet under the rope is foot on the rope. Something like that. Yeah. I remember it being done, and I remember being angry about it. Like that's some bullshit. <laughs> but you could do something like that, or WWE doesn't announce time limits. AEW is really good about this, announcing a time limit on a match. Yeah. Like, and time running out just before the three count. You could do something like that, but you're kind of giving it away because WWE doesn't announce time, time limits. You could do something like that. Yeah, I guess we'll find out at SummerSlam, won't we? We will. We will. All right, man, last last topic. Yep. Biggie versus Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Biggie versus Ice Cube. Now, where did this come from? This came from Tony Yayo. Now, people don't, you know, not familiar with Tony Yayo or whatever. Tony Yayo is, it was 50's right hand man, probably still is in the G unit. But Yayo said that 
that Big E was better than Ice Cube. And it's got a lot of people talking on social media. A lot of people, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the comments and shit. And people are like flipping the fuck out. And some are saying that. For who you know, though? Well, some are saying they ride with Cube, but Biggie's a better lyricist. Mm, let me. Let me let Biggie me was Biggie, Big, Biggie was actually living it. Ice Cube wasn't living it. He was just writing it. How do they know Biggie was living it though? I, I don't know. Because <laughs> Biggie's because because I mean Biggie was doing some stuff, but Biggie's own mama said that Biggie, you know, yeah, he, he was okay. He had a pretty good you know, upbringing. Yeah. Know? So I don't know. So I think the whole, the, the whole question is like, what do we think? What are we selling this? All right, let me let me break this down. Biggie, let me go Cube first. Ice Cube, what he did with NWA is legendary. Right. We'll start there. What he did with NWA is legendary. It's gonna it's gonna live forever. Um, it established the West Coast as an entity, and it made you look deeper into the West Coast music scene, just by default, <laughs> because NWA came out and they let you know it was it was a window into what life was like at that time on the West Coast, particularly in the Los Angeles area. Right. Um, Great storyteller. Ice Cube as a lyricist, and your definition of lyricist really has to be thorough, right? Like, what do you consider a lyricist? And in your mind, that definition has changed a lot over the years. But a lyricist is someone who can paint a picture with words. Doesn't necessarily have to be big words, wordplay strung together. Yes, there, there's an art to lyricism. Uh, Rakim showed us the blueprint. There is an art to it. But if you can paint the picture with words, you are considered a lyricist. Ice Cube was great at it. He could paint a picture with his words. He can paint, he can, he can, it, it was a canvas that he used and painted, right? And that only got better once he separated from NWA and was doing his own music. So I don't subscribe to the theory that Biggie was a better lyricist because Biggie was a great storyteller too. He was. Now, what people, what people get lyricism and, and, and where they get this confusion is the cadence, right? Biggie had a, a, a he he used this formula same way Ice Cube did. He could paint a picture with words. His cadence was different than anything anybody had ever heard, because, as you pointed out, his upbringing was one that led him to study jazz. And if you study jazz and the style of jazz and what that does to your to your cadence you could you could listen to biggie on a jazz on a jazz track on a miles davis track and it makes perfect sense because that's how biggie rhymed right 
That being said, for my money, I'm going to go with Ice Cube because what he did was it wasn't done before him. Like I can I can paint a picture to an audience of people and let you know exactly what what life is like through my eyes in my in my area. I can I can paint this picture and I can convey this message and make it make perfect sense to you. Nobody nobody did that before him. But a whole bunch of people did that after him. Maybe maybe Scarface Scarface was doing it, but Scarface was more so telling stories about him and his mindset, right? And you can feel how you can look through you can look through how his mindset was. But to actually close your eyes and and feel like you're in Compton, I give that the Ice Cube all day. Well, seeing as how me personally, I'm from the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? I, I grew up in LA. Uh, I, I'm gonna ride with Cube all day, but I respect Biggie and what Biggie did. Yeah, because there's a, because Biggie has my tracks. Big, big had a lot of hash. I listen to Biggie like every day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you you can't you can't both both men are great in their own way. Yes. There there is no there there is no debate here about well who's bigger. First of all, one of them is deceased and never really got to really see his full potential. What he was what he could do. Right. You know what I'm saying? His life was cut short. You know, right. same thing. Same thing with Tupac Shador. Same situation. Yep. It's cut too short. Never knew what they were going to end up doing. Ice Cube sold the game today. Mount Westmore. But it's a different, it's a different time. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with with Cube. But I'm I'm if look, I'm gonna have I'm gonna ride with Cube. But I got room in the backseat for Big. Right yeah. on. I dig it. I dig it. All right, man. Final thoughts. What you got? Final thoughts is that uh, I still have not gotten the AEW uh, fight for a video game yet. Still haven't gotten it. Um, I am going to. I gotta. I gotta knock off the rust because I haven't played it in a couple of days. But yeah. I, I did see they're dropping the uh, Stadium Stampede okay. as a as a DLC. So it looks like they're going to try to keep this updated a lot. I like that. Um, I just need them to update like playlists. <laughs> if I can yeah. get that, this game's a banker. Yeah. So they're about to update W2K23 as well. Uh, they already did something. Uh, Sammy, a lot. One of the biggest biggest complaints was Sami Zayn and his music. So they, um, I believe, if it was done today, but they did patch in Sami Zayn's World of Parts theme song into the game. So he now has his music, um, right which was which which was a cool thing. Uh, but yeah, other than that, man, anything really going on? It's another day, another uh, another dollar. Um, the real shit's happening though. And what I mean, the real shit, I'm talking about these crazy motherfuckers got these AI, artificial intelligent fucking robots and shit doing fucking interviews and shit. And I'm thinking to myself, y'all niggas is crazy as a motherfucker. What are you talking about? You ain't hear about this shit? No. Bruh, they got motherfucking robots doing fucking interviews and shit that they need created. And they talking about how they want to help the human race and yada yada yada. And one of the reporters asked him, "Hey, do you would you ever rebel against your creator?" 
and the robot had the the robot's eyes went up here to think for a second and then it came back. I don't know why you would even ask me that question. I am very happy with my creator and what my creator has done for me and gives me life or some shit like that. It's crazy, bro. Just like this whole thing. You know what this whole this whole uh, writer strike is about? It's about the AI. Because essentially they can replace an actor. Not have to pay the actor, not have to pay the extras or anything. They can just put them off their exam. That's, that's, that's what this is all about. Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. But other than that, people, today in, in, in San Antonio, for instance, we had a uh, high of 104. And uh, that's pretty damn hot. Yes. Okay? Now, we wanted to be cool. We wish it was cool outside. We wish you know, we could walk outside. And we could be walking on ice and shit, but we ain't. <laughs> so if you go outside, baby, if you go outside and your feet touch that pavement and it burns you hot, you say, oh, shit, it's hot. What the fuck you think your dog thinks, huh? <laughs> How you think your dog feels? So once again, people, we, we say every time, you know, no gimmicks. Take care of your animals. Help yes. control the pet population. Have your pets there here and don't walk your fucking dogs at seven o'clock in the morning because at seven o'clock in the morning, it's already damn near 90 degrees. Period. Finito. Yep. Yep. And if, I, and if I find out you're doing it, I don't find you and make you to be humbled. <laughs> I break his back. I fuck you in your ass. You be humble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> rest in peace, Iron Sheik. Yeah, rest in peace, Sheiky baby. <laughs> All right, man. Um, don't forget, uh, we had our interview with D.L. Hartley. Uh, we have another one with Levi Lucas. And this week has been pretty busy. We had a very good interview with uh, Hartley today. So uh, make sure you guys check for that when it comes out. Oh, um, MPX, man. Before we go off, I got to talk about MPX real quick. Uh, they had a an event called The Purge here this past weekend. Fucking phenomenal, bro. Fucking phenomenal. Shout out to them for that event. Yes, shout out to Mission Pro Wrestling. No, that's uh, Metroplex Wrestling. Well, shout out to Metroplex Wrestling, Mission Pro Wrestling, all the partners of Dog Pound, Yes. Dog Pound Champs Wrestling, all the independents out there that uh, we affiliate ourselves with. Uh, you know, y'all keep up your work out there. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, pretty good shit. Yeah. And, and, matter, and, and matter, matter of fact, I, I'm going to say this too. What's that? So if if AEW out there is listening, and you know, I'm talking to you directly, Mr. Tony Khan. Now, listen, you guys have like so much talent back there. That you got working right now and, and creative and all that, but but you guys don't have the black man. You ain't got the Frank D. So you have your people call our people, all right. And and we can get that creative juices flowing for you too. Just like I sit here, I think of stuff for the bloodline. I can think of stuff for you too, baby. This is true. This is true. Exactly. Make it happen. Make it happen. You call you you. We'll win on that call. Yeah. You know got saying? my phone. Yeah, got it right there. Yep, call it. Other than that, I ain't got nothing else, man. Shout out to shout out to to Metroplex Wrestling, Mission Pro Wrestling, everybody out there. Keep doing your damn thing. 
basically have you can debate wrestling, but you ain't got to be an asshole about it. We and him, me and him, had a debate here about who we thought was the tag teams. And at the end of the day, guess what? He gonna feel his way. I'm gonna feel my way, and we are gonna live to see another day. How are you supposed to debate? Exactly. Now you got some motherfuckers out there. It's like, man, fuck you. I'm gonna come shoot your ass for. <laughs> 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 oh shit but that's it man that's the show thank y'all for tuning in until next time y'all be easy and enjoy the fucking wrestling peace peace